Would you participate in a gun buyback program? It's November 21st, 2023, and these are your headlines. We'll be talking about that gun buyback in just a moment, but first, some breaking news out of the Texas legislature. The lawmaker who led the impeachment against Attorney General Ken Paxton, well, surprise, he's announced he will not be seeking re-election. That's right, I'm talking about State Representative Andrew Murr, who was first elected to the Texas House back in 2014, representing House District 53. It's an area northwest of San Antonio, and it includes a number of counties. You've got Bandera, Crane, Crockett, Edwards, Kerr, Kimball, Llano, Mason, McCulloch, Medina, Menard, Pecos, Real, Schleicher, Sutton, and Upton. And hopefully I pronounced all those correctly. <laughs> this session, Andrew Murr chaired the House General Investigating Committee, which brought the impeachment charges against Attorney General Ken Paxton, who of course, as we all know, was later acquitted by the Texas Senate. Murr's record led him to be censured by two county parties in his district for his role in the rushed impeachment process, as well as for his vote for House Speaker Dade Phelan, who appointed Democrats to key committee chairmanships in the Texas House. Those county parties also highlighted his votes against school choice and for state interference in the political party process. In fact, uh, even on the most recent vote for school choice on Friday, Andrew Murr was one of those Republicans joining with Democrats to fight against Governor Greg Abbott and the Republican Party of Texas's legislative priority. And so perhaps the writing was on the wall. Yesterday, in a surprise statement, Murr said he would leave the legislature following the conclusion of his current term. He wrote in his, his statement, he said, by the end of my term, I will have spent a decade of my life diligently and thoughtfully representing every person in my district, including those who cannot vote or did not vote for me. I wonder if he was representing the people who voted for Ken Paxton, the people in his district overwhelmingly did. He said, I humbly thank you for allowing me to serve. The saddle is ready for the next person to ride point for us in Austin. Now, who's going to fill that saddle? Well, Murr had already gained a primary challenge from Wes Verdell, who had challenged him two years before, actually, for the legislature. This time, Verdell has been endorsed by Attorney General Ken Paxton. You got the filing deadline for these races on December 11th. So there's still a couple weeks here, a little bit of time that somebody can jump into that race. And we certainly expect the establishment to find someone to throw in there. I don't think Andrew Murr is going to support Wes Verdell because he was running against him and highlighting his record. And so you expect the establishment to throw someone in there, but they only have a little bit amount of time. Filing deadline ends on December 11th. Officials in Harris County hosted a fifth gun buyback event on Saturday, collecting more than 500 firearms from residents. The event hosted by Harris County Commissioner Leslie Briones, who partnered with Harris County Sheriff Ed Gonzalez and Houston Mayor Sylvester Turner, distributed nearly 1,600 gift cards worth nearly $78,000 to residents who handed over their firearms. The gift cards were funded by the Federal American Rescue Plan Act of 2021, ARPA, that was signed into law by President Joe Biden back in March of 2021, following the economic crisis from the COVID pandemic. 
In September of 2022, Harris County Commissioner's Court approved nearly $1.1 million in ARPA funding to host eight gun buyback events. Now, during the previous four events, more than 4,000 guns have been collected and disposed of by Harris County. Residents handed over 559 firearms, including 155 semi-automatic handguns, 124 semi-automatic rifles, 82 revolvers, 77 shotguns, 59 hunting rifles, 58 non-functioning firearms, and four single-shot guns. The recent buyback event shows a trend in major Texas cities towards trying to disarm the residents. It's not just happening in Houston, guys. Over the past weekend, San Antonio hosted its first gun buyback event, where it was reported that more than 900 firearms were traded in. The event was cut short because they ran out of gift cards. Dallas City Councilman Jesse Moreno hosted his own gun buyback event back in October. Chris McNutt, the president of Texans, uh, for Texas Gun Rights, told Texas Scorecard that these events are a waste of taxpayer funds. What do you think? Is this how taxpayer funds should be used? And would you ever considering consider selling your guns to the government in a gun buyback program? Let me know in the comments. Did you know you can watch Texas Scorecard on your TV? If you have a Roku or Apple TV device, download the free Texas Scorecard app. There you can find all the great Texas Scorecard video content, like daily headlines, The Luke Messia Show, Heads Up, and Scorecard documentaries. Download the Texas Scorecard app for free on Roku or Apple TV. Lastly, Representative Colin Allred has pushed to send taxpayer dollars to an education group that, get this, pushes racial equity teachings to four-year-olds. Allred, he's a Democrat seeking to challenge Senator Ted Cruz for his Senate seat. He's currently running for the Democrat nomination. Requested and secured $1 million in funding for a Dallas-based nonprofit called Big Thought. Now, Big Thought promotes the idea that the United States is built on a, quote, white supremacist system and seeks to incorporate Black Lives Matter teachings into classrooms. It also promotes racial equity and identity teachings to young students so they can, quote, see the world through an equity lens. In fact, in a Facebook post from 2020, Big Thought promoted a student who said, America should be spelled with three Ks since their favorite hobby is collecting black bodies. Alongside the video, the group says that the student, quote, projects hope that our nation can change, our communities can heal, and that youth can lead the way. Allred has personally praised the nonprofit on his Facebook page, saying his story wouldn't have been possible without the help of organizations like Big Thought, and that he was proud to secure federal funding to help them continue their important work. Moreover, Big Thought's website promotes bringing the Black Lives Matter movement into the classroom and explains why teaching the radical ideology is needed. Absolutely radical stuff being pushed by Representative Colin Allred. Well, that's going to do it for us this week. I hope everybody has a great Thanksgiving. Join us back on Monday. And in the meantime, you can see the latest news at TexasScorecard.com.